I'm going to count down from five. I'm going to go silent at two. Welcome to Urgent Care. <laughs> Wait, we can't do that. You didn't do it. I know. I thought you knew I was joking. Nope, I thought it was happening. Okay, you guys. Um, well, we're off to a terrible start. This is you, Urgent Care. This, this is, I think, a great encapsulation of what you can expect from me, Joel Kim Booster. I'm Mitra Jahari. And we are two... Um, gigantic disasters uh, <laughs> walking around and we feel like we are in a position in life where we can give you advice and help you with your life. Yeah. You know, we, we don't have much figured out, but we have some figured out uh, and we're going to talk about everything, <laughs> not just the stuff we have figured out. Uh, we're going to give advice on everything. That's great. That's yeah, beautiful. you know, urgent care. Urgent care is the place you go when you don't have any other options available. When you have no insurance and you think you have a UTI. And you're in a hurry to get it figured out and you don't want to go through maybe the def, definitely not the proper and cer- maybe not even the necessary steps. Exactly. When you when you say when I think of a doctor, I want to go to a doctor that's in a grocery store. Right. Know? Right. Yeah. 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 You're like, well, it's my body. It's my life. I want to cut corners. Exactly. <laughs> the most important stuff. Um, we are, of course, comedians. Um, Mitra, when did we meet? We met in New York, right? Yeah, we met in New York City. Um, I had just moved to New York. And my first uh, really memorable experience with Joel was Joel telling me that I had a bo- bad boyfriend on stage at a show. <laughs> I don't remember this. And I remember it because it really put everything into focus. And then I sort of didn't address uh, the rot in the relationship for another I two years. I ended up being years. correct. Yeah, you ended up being correct. But at the time, I was just like, wow, this is a person who tells it like it isn't. And then I just kept doing what I wanted to do. <laughs> Which I guess is sort of, you know, what the, the ethos of this show. I, I remember seeing you. I remember being blown away by your comedy and then being um, shocked and angry at your age. Um, I think it's important to point out that I am roughly 17 years older than Mitra. Um, but in spirit, 45 years older. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mitra is um, a teen. Um, yeah. She's a spunky 14-year-old. Uh, you can Google that. That is true. Yeah. Uh, I... Voice of a teen, body of um, a lump. <laughs> Soft body. Uh, and Joel, on the other hand, um, hard body, which hard I think, which a lot, of, a lot of people uh, who wrote into this podcast. Yeah, when we podcast, put out the call. Um, are really interested in. And I just want to say that you can ask me fitness questions too. Um, Joel is not the only person that you need no. to be sending advice questions to, which, uh, you know, should we should explain uh, sort of the, the concept of this show, which is that we're going to answer your questions that you submit to us via phone and email. Um, any, any pressing issue in your life, whatever you want to talk about, whatever you can't talk about with other people in your life for whatever reason, or the fact that you can't talk to other people in your life about that stuff, we're here. Yeah, and you know, the thing is, is I feel like a lot of people are getting a lot of traditional sort of advice, like good advice, like be honest and, and sort of like stand up for yourself. and Yeah, tell people how you feel. And it's just like you're not hearing, I think, that's not realistic for a lot of people. Right, like I'm not going to just like like if I'm feeling bad about something, I'm not going to do anything about no. it. Like I'm going to let it fester inside of me for years and manifest itself in what I is genuinely at this point, crippling back pain at the age of 26. Exactly. I'm going to I'm let sorry, it, 14. I'm 14. I'm exactly, 14. You are 14. <laughs> I'm going to let, I'm going to let all of my problems just sort of sit and gestate in my belly until nine months from now, I will bring a child of grief and agony to term fully um, in my car when I cry <laughs> in a McDonald's parking lot. And that's where you cry. And that there's nowhere else in your life that you should cry. Crying is crying is for when you're alone. In crying your car. is yes, you're in a car. You're very you're alone and you're encapsulated. It, a in car a is in a way just a cry box yes. um, for me personally. And um, I don't have a car, so I actually have not cried in six years. You gotta get it out. I can't. You can use mine. Thank you. But I won't because it's not my space. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so I think just to give an example of sort of the, just the, the practical sort of problem solving skills that Mitra and I bring to the table, we really did want to sort of sit and talk um, through some experiences of, from our lives. Right. I mean, you know, here we are telling you that we're qualified to give advice um, and really making a great case for that broadly. But we're not we're not actually giving examples, not giving empirical data that makes it clear that we deserve this platform. Exactly. Um, or qualified to give. And I think I think I'll go first because I'll say I'll say my story is maybe less terrifying than Joel's. But um, when Joel told me his story, I it did shake me. Uh, so I'm going to. Yeah. Okay. So I'll go ahead and tell my story. Um my story is that when I started my period, I was Ugh. the very young, I know, disgusting. So first of all, we are an anti-period podcast. Yeah, we believe that all, women should feel a lot of shame. Please <laughs> do not bring your period into our space. And this is the first and last time that I'm going to burden you with what goes on with my body. Of course, let me know what goes on with yours. Like this is, this, this podcast is very like male gay yes, centered. Exactly. <laughs> we love blood coming out of noses, mouths, eyes, ears, but, any hole. I mean, we, if you get shot and you're bleeding come on our podcast yeah. tell ask us questions but there is one hole we don't want to hear blood coming out of yeah pussy <laughs> uh so i got my period at the very young very young age of 14 and uh so recently <laughs> too young yeah i got my period two weeks ago uh and when i first got my period a i didn't know um, that I had my period. I thought, uh, I had cancer. I immediately went to cancer when I looked down and I saw the brown because when it first comes out, it's brown. Whoa. I know. And we're really, we're I really actually getting didn't know it. that. Well, I mean, I'm not saying my experience is universal, but I have, I have talked about it on stage and it seems to really resonate with people that it is the brown chunk at first. Um, <laughs> sorry. Okay. I'm getting a thumbs up from both of our female producers. Um, this is apparently the case. So this happens. I look down, I see it. I immediately assume cancer. I'm like, I don't look it up. I don't do anything. I just know in my heart of hearts that I do have cancer. And did you, is brown gunk a common symptom of cancer? No. I mean, who knows? I really, I, I cannot. You don't speak. know much about cancer. I, I, okay. will, I will say that there was no research put into this decision, exactly. but it was, a, it was a conviction held with absolute certainty. Yeah. And so please do not hesitate to call, call or email us with questions you might have about cancer. Yeah. I'm, I, mean, I don't I'm, want this to put you off from that. I will say that I thought I was going to be a doctor and I went to school for one semester to be, to study neuroscience. So that technically makes me qualified to dispense medical advice. Just kidding. Do not ask us for any medical yeah, advice. Yeah. Legally, I think we <laughs> <laughs> Legally, we have to say please don't, but um, also spiritually, I would like to say we're welcome. I would welcoming love, all. I would of love it. to read them. I would love to read them. Okay, so I get, I get the, I get the brown chunk, and I assume it's cancer, and I don't tell anyone. I, I don't tell my parents. I don't tell my sister. I just for weeks, I'm just completely convinced that I have cancer, and then eventually, I was like. Oh, I think I know what this is. So then I've so I have a sister and a mom who also both had their periods at the time, and I didn't tell them. And so for years, I just took pads and tampons from them until I could buy my own, and then I just never told them until now. Like no, I've so never. So as far as your family knows, you still haven't gotten your period, exactly, or your brown chunk. I've as, not gotten as you, <laughs> as this wonderful euphemism <laughs> that we created. Well, it's poetic, like, yeah. you know, because people are always talking about like a woman blossoming. So it's like, you, oh, like the flower opens up and blam, brown chunk. <laughs> sort of like a butterfly. You know, I came out of my chrysalis and then out fell brown chunk. And then a woman appears yeah. who, you know, you, I didn't tell them. And <laughs> um, so that sort of when, when something bad happens to me, I sort of just keep it. I, I smash it down so deep, so, so deep. And then I just never do anything about it. And that's sort of what I do in my life. So Joel, like, can you relate? Well, yeah. So this is, again, a sort of an example of my stellar problem solving skills is in college, um, I lost my keys to my car. A mm -hmm. common problem. I think a lot of people can relate to that. I think a lot of people lose keys to their car. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so far, ever, we all relate. And so what did I do? Um, I turned to the bottle. I, <laughs> instead of looking for the keys, I got drunk. Um, and that is something that I think, um, again, a lot of people can relate to. So I'd say less, not all now, but... But let, but some, yeah, some yeah. can relate to being stressed and drinking and sure. drinking. So I, I pounded a bottle of red wine, got my friends together, and said, "I have to work the lunch shift at the Olive Garden tomorrow. What am I going to do <laughs> without my car keys? I need to get to work." And I said, "I know where I did what I did. I've done this before. I locked the, my keys in my car. I know it. I know it. I know it. I have to take this folding chair and 
break the back windshield of my uh, Suzuki <laughs> station wagon. And so all my friends begging me not to do this, begging me to, to step back and take a breath and say, Joel, think about this. And I said, absolutely not. I will not think about this. And I hurled a folding chair into my back windshield, crawled into my own car. And what were there? Nothing. Not the keys. The keys were not in the car, as I originally assumed. And my friends rightfully pointed out, Joel, even if you were going to break a, a window on your car, why the largest window <laughs> right. on yeah. the car? Not one of the smaller side windows. No, 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 no. I went for the back of the car completely. Found the keys later on the ground, but here's the-, the On the ground? Okay. On the ground so next also, to the car. So also, like, when you told me this story, you did not say that you had done it before. No. <laughs> you, you did not. There was this was it was already horrifying as a one time thing. It's a pattern. It's a pattern. Um, so then this was like this was April. I graduated college in May and I. Oh, my God. I forgot <laughs> that there's more. <laughs> so I had this car and at the time I was sort of like waffling between moving to L.A. or moving to Chicago. And because of this happening, I decided it was too much trouble to replace the windshield or the back windshield on this car. So I left the car in the driveway of the house that I lived in in college and never looked back. Um, moved to Chicago, with which famously has a robust public transit system. And my landlord called frequently for months, for months, maybe even a full year my landlord called and said, what are you doing with this car? This car is just sitting in the driveway. You need to come and pick it up. Never answered one of his calls. Dodged it for uh, a full year. And I, to this day don't know what happened to the car. I don't know if he junked it. I don't know if he was able to sell it. I Technically, the title is still in my name. Absolutely harrowing. It, it, it is like and And again, rather than, rather than figure out what the, to do responsibly with the car, Anything. I decided to <laughs> move to a city with public transit rather than deal with the car. And I think that... That's gorgeous. I think that is like the spirit of this show yeah. is that um, we do things like that and yet... We decided that if we were going to come together and create something together, it would be an advice show. Yeah. <laughs> so, because listen, <laughs> listen. In many ways, what a lot of people will hear that story and say, "Did you make your own life more difficult through you, some of these these actions?" And it's like maybe, but the thing is, is like I never had to have an uncomfortable conversation with my landlord. Of okay? course, and, and, I it, never and had it worked to, itself like, out. I never had to like tell my mom that I had a period, which, as you know. Always like and universally goes terribly. <laughs> I wish. I mean, if I you had, so if you explained it the way you explained it to me, I think if you'd said, "Mom," if you looked her in the eyes and said, "Mom, I got my brown chunk," <laughs> I think in I think she would have really responded well to that. I think she would have said, "Baby girl, <laughs> there comes a time in every woman's life when she gets her brown chunk." Yeah. Well, I hope. And so, if you're still listening. <laughs> Get ready Get for ready. us to take submissions, <laughs> dispense we, advice. We've got um, so many people to help, and that's really all we want to do. Is we just we want to help, help people because we have we have obviously deep-seated issues that we're not dealing with. So the best thing we can do is absolutely deflect and offer advice to Pour other people. Pour that energy <laughs> into you. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to uh, dive right into our first phone call. Woo! All right, we are back, and we are going to get started with the real meat. <laughs> we're going to serve up some meat, and we're going to answer some questions. <laughs> Who's hungry for advice? I'm hungry for meat now. <laughs> yeah, we're going we're gonna to give you guys all a steaming hot plate of meat in the form of answering our first question. <laughs> this is going great. So about two weeks after we started dating, um, I went to Iceland for a week, and it was one of those things where it's like I didn't, I don't know, like it just felt like I was sharing too much about myself and I was being like really weird at that time. And I told the guy that I was seeing um, that I was just going back home to my like home state um, for that week. And then he got kind of mad when like I went there and like I wasn't really talking to him and he was like, oh, I just kind of assumed that you like lost interest in me or whatever. And anyway, I didn't. So now we're together, and it's been, I want to say, 10 months? Yeah, we've been together 10 months now. Um, and 
my mom made a scrapbook, and this is also going to be near the first time that he's meeting my mom, um, of our time in Iceland. And I'm worried that she's going to, like, say something at it. And so it's like, how do I try and, like, tell him the truth where it's just been, like, it's been so long. Like, I didn't realize that this is good because, like, I'm honest with him in the relationship with everything but this one thing. And now I don't know how I'm going to come back and be like, hey, this thing was a lie. But in everything else that I've been with you, it's been the truth. And also, how do you have hard conversations like that? and not just want to fucking kill yourself. Anyway, thanks. Bye. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to say that I would like to buy the rights to this movie. Yeah, this is <laughs> truly incredible. Um, we're going to call this uh, caller um, Icelandic Meat um, mm-hmm. because he's the first piece of meat that we're serving up. And this is wild to me because... He never, there's a lot of, there's a, some, there's some questions that we have that unfortunately we won't be able to answer in this episode, which is, um, are you not on social media? <laughs> did, he, right. did he not notice when you told him you were going back to Iowa that you were in Iceland for two weeks? Like, did you yeah. post nothing? Did you not follow each other? And also. Well, it's like posting a picture of, uh, like the hot springs of Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah. I, I mean, in many ways, there aren't. There's just like white people abounding and everywhere. Lots of so. fields. Yeah, I guess that is a beautiful uh, scam. Is is trying to <laughs> do Iceland for Iowa? I guess. Um, yeah, they're shooting a lot of movies in Iowa for Iceland, exactly. so it actually makes a lot of sense. Why? I guess, and I I'm curious why he went to why you you went to Iceland. In general, I, it's not important to answering your question, but it is an odd thing to like go to Iceland for two weeks and not tell us why. Were you doing improv there? Oh, like, of course, yeah. yeah. Are yeah, you yeah. doing short form improv in yeah, Iceland? What are your motivations? That like, I just wish we had that. So just going forward, um, if you go on vacation, you have to tell us why. I have to say, I really honor um, the impulse to create such an outrageous lie because this is cra- this is like well it's also like sharing too much of yourself like you can I get that though okay well I don't <laughs> I often I often start will start these emotional relationships with men and then like truly two weeks before I am about to go home for Christmas or like go uh you know on tour for a couple weeks I constantly find myself in this situation and I'm lying I get, about like going no on I don't trip? I never lie but like I get the impulse because he uh, of like oh we're about to like continue this sort of weird emotional liminal space over text for however many weeks while we're apart and that can be really intense and scary and like you want to like back away from that before you go I often I'm actually probably more so in the guys the other the other person's space where I'm like I just want to know where you're at I want to know physically which country you're in right well (laughs) also like I imagine based on the voicemail that there was sort of a lapse in communication at that time which was probably caused by him not having service because he was in Iceland (laughs) yeah what is the time difference and like time difference but also like maybe he's maybe he's not got like a global plan and he's he's having trouble communicating. He also said something brilliant in the call uh, where he said, I was being really weird at that time, um, which Mm -hmm. I love and I'm going to crib. I'm fully, that's how I'm going to excuse some truly outrageous behavior from now on. I was being really weird at that time. At that time, I was being really weird. It's it's at that time. That is not who I am now. I'm not that. I was just at that that time. That is not who I have grown into be, but at that time I was being really weird. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I also, so Point blank, you gotta just say that you went to Iceland. No, actually, and this is not a joke. I actually think that this is, I think you should hold off. And I'm gonna, no? Okay. I'm gonna explain why. Mm -hmm. This is why I think, because I think 10 months, like, it could go okay. But I think it's very simple. You tell your mom, you confess to your mom, you don't confess to him, and you say, Mom, do not mention Iceland. I'm, uh, this is a situation I know I was being really weird at that time (laughs) and I I need you to be chill about this and not mention Iceland. And I say, if it gets to, and this is why, because I think it'll be funnier if you wait (laughs) 
years into the relationship. Because by that time, like if you're say like three years into this relationship and you say, hey, I've been harboring this secret from the beginning of our relationship, foundationally, I've been harboring this. And then you will prime him for something so dark. Like, oh, did you cheat on me? Did you, do you have like a, a second family? Like something really, really dark. And then you reveal to him that like, yes, I was gone for that two weeks. But when you thought I was in Iowa, I was actually in Iceland. He will be so relieved. And he, I think because it'll have been so long, it will make him laugh. I think it will like be funny. Okay. I think it'll be funny. I think it'll be a great joke. So what's great about this is like, we are so different. <laughs> And I think that's crazy. I think because at this point, this guy is coming back to meet his mom. So like, it's a, it's, it's a big deal. At least for me, it's like, it's a big deal when people meet my family. So I would, I would also like, she works so hard on the scrapbook. You gotta, yeah, well that's psycho though. Who makes a fucking scrapbook? I would love that. I would love for somebody to make me a scrapbook. I think he's saving himself a lot of trouble by not forcing this guy to look at the scrapbook. And I think like 10 months is not that long. Like, I honestly think like 10 months in this could could turn into a problem three years in it'll be a great joke okay <laughs> and okay. that's my honest opinion that's and and that's it okay I, so listener um the, i i do want to pitch a name change for the uh for the listener i want to weird at that time weird at that time at that time weird dear weird at that time um if you are into a long con, <laughs> then take Joel's <laughs> advice. Um, and if you're not, take mine. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. And it's not a competition, but I do want to know how this worked out. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll follow up. I Please want to follow up with you and see how this, how this visit is. Please send us pictures of the scrapbook. Okay. Um, okay, and like how many pages? How many pictures did you take? I want to, I'm honestly the star of the show. Is was the it a family trip? I just, I don't understand the mechanics of the lie. Which is bothering me more than the fact that you lied, if that makes sense. Totally. Um, yes. Okay. So <laughs> moving on, uh, we have an email, um, and it's a goodie. I like it. Um, I'm going to read it here. It says, <clears throat> "My older brother, my older by two years brother, and I were raised kind of Jewish, as in my bar mitzvah was my last non-funeral or wedding religious service. After high school and college, I went in the atheist direction, and my brother went super orthodox. This didn't bother me until I was preparing to get married, and my brother took it upon himself to call me and tell me he was disappointed that I was marrying a non-Jew. We don't really have anything in common anymore other than some chromosomes and a shared upbringing, and I have seen him twice in the past 12 years. He's my only sibling, and at a certain point, I shouldn't be bothered by something Thing. He told me over 10 years ago, but I'm still pissed that some cabal of old crusty rabbis told him to be disappointed in his brother and he believed them and shit on me for being in love. Should I forgive him and realize that it was probably all ill-conceived, an ill-conceived moment of zealotry, or am I justified in holding a grudge because he should have known better? I should note that I've never confronted him about this. Thanks. Um, I think we should call this guy Atheist Direction. <laughs> an Atheist Direction. Um, so Atheist Direction... Um, here's my thing about family in general. There's, I, I actually, there are some details in this email that I didn't catch when we first picked it is that he has seen him twice in 12 years, which is wild. Um, and this was over 10 years ago that this happened. Yeah. And he's still holding grudge, which is give this man a medal. I love that. I love holding a grudge for that long. Yeah. I mean, I it's great. That. It can, it can really, really manifest in some powerful ways. So here's what I think. <laughs> um, I think that. Uh, if, if this were really, if this were me and this were the only time that someone had sent something like this to me, I would let it go. I would, I would go to therapy. I, like, you know, point across the board, <laughs> love therapy. Um, but I would, I would, for, I would, for, I would try to forgive my sibling. I, as fun as, as fun and dramatic as it is to hold a grudge and as, as playful as you can be with that. Uh, if this is, if this was the only time that he said this, it, it is a crazy thing to say and it sucks, but. Uh, if you see him twice in 12 years, like what's the conversation going to do? Yeah, I guess that's sort of where I'm falling, but sort of on a different, from a different point of view of like, you don't, this, this person is your brother in name only. Like he said, he sort of touched on it. Like all you share is chromosomes. If you're only seeing this, if you've only seen this person twice in 12 years, then like, what is that relationship? I guess my advice is to 
let it go. Yeah, allow yourself to let it go. It's a horrible thing to say, but... But what is this confrontation going to bring you? Exactly. It's only going to stir up other resentments. If it's... But, like, if it's a, if it were a constant thing that, that you needed, like, if it was an immediate concern in your life, you could deal with it. Yeah, do you want to have a relationship with this person? Yeah, I think that's something that I deal with in my own life, which is, like, wow, this really upsets me, but, like, if I'm... Am I going to see this person every day? Or can I just, like, stop thinking about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Allow myself the relief of not like writing 40 journal entries about it. Spoiler <laughs> alert, I journal. <laughs> I guess my question for you is like, do you want to have a relationship with your brother? Mm -hmm. And if the answer is yes, then yeah, you probably do need to like address this in some way. And if the answer is no, which I think the answer is clearly no, right. then like let it go and let your brother go and just I don't, it, I, again, this would, we, having some more context, like, do you see him at holidays? Like, are you in the same city? Like, why even see him at all in twice in 12 years? Because it sounds like both of you just have nothing in common. And yeah. we don't need, like, I think there's like this weird, like, toxic uh, desire for a lot of people that we've been sold this idea that like f blood family, like blood is everything. And because we are connected by blood, we must, you know. Right. Have this connection. And you I just can't don't buy make that. your brother the person that you want him to be, but you can adjust your expectations. Yeah. XO. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's move on to our next one. So we have an email from Bad Friend in LA. Lately, I've been having a hard time being a good friend. I make excuses to not hang out. I either don't reply to text or take very long to send a two to three word response, etc. I've just been wanting to be my be my myself and do me, you know? Me, Trinjol. What the hell can I do to give a shit again? Thanks, bad friend in LA. <laughs> <laughs> so this one named themselves, which I respect. I respect that. I respect that you're, you're sort of owning it. I also think um, you don't want to be friends with these people that you're ignoring anymore. <laughs> I don't think there is an answer. I don't think you want help being like we can't help you like your lame friends right like if, if it's just a matter of you wanting me time you should take me time and people need to be alone at times and like enjoy your time alone but it sort of sounds like you just don't want to hang out with these people and you don't have to <laughs> no you absolutely don't have to LA is such a great city to just like not have friends in because you have an amazing apartment and you can just sit in your apartment and smoke weed and literally die there and no one has to care. Yeah. And I think that is the life that you want and you're living it. Like, don't try to foot, you're a square peg. Don't try to fit yourself in a round hole with friends if you don't want friends. Also, like, take a class. Join a club. Do an intramural thing. Like, <laughs> LA's <intramural>. college. <laughs> LA's college. Go sit on the quad. But there's, like, there are, there are things you can do. Get into get into pottery. I mean, it's unclear <laughs> if you want friends. Like, if you're happy being by yourself and doing you, if the doing you part includes meeting other people outside of this friend group that you're ignoring, then I think the answer is you just need to move on from your friends. And the thing is, is this sounds like someone who's young. I'm sorry if you're in your 30s, but if you're in your... As a 14-year-old, I'm offended. <laughs> I'm a great friend. I'm always showing up. Yeah, but like people change. Like your friend group makeup changes. And I, I think as adults, that's harder for us than like younger people. You it know, is. like as you move into adulthood, it's so weird and hard to like be like, yeah, I guess we aren't friends anymore. There does because there's right. no like precedent. There's no breakup moment. There's no markers for like when there should be a dramatic shift in your personality anymore. It's not yeah. like I graduated college. Oh my God. Like my I can change all my friends. It's yeah. like when there's turnover, it's just like Yeah, just stop just stop texting happens. them back. Yeah. Don't even send the two three word response. Yeah. You're a bad friend and you need to own that. Own being a bad friend. <laughs> <laughs> giggle, <Beautiful>. giggle. <laughs> Just a couple of gigglers. <laughs> okay. Uh, great. Okay. We've got a couple more emails and then we'll get to another call. Mitra, do you want to read this one? I would love to. Okay, I was raised in a devoutly religious brown household and was pretty observant until my mid-20s when I started to try a lot of the things that were prohibited. Drinking, smoking, eating meat, aimlessly fucking. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> that is um, off text. I still, back to the text. Um, <laughs> I still have a connection with my religion and culture, but I've made my own decisions on which things I connect with and which rules I break. I keep this hidden from most of my family. 
The problem is, before I started testing boundaries, I started volunteering as a teacher at what's basically a Sunday school for kids, and I've kept volunteering there. I rationalized this at first by thinking I was just explaining concepts in history and not actively preaching. I figured it could be a safe space for kids to ask questions and decide what this stuff means to them. But the longer I volunteer, the more I feel like a fraud that, that's acting just a part. My parents are close with a lot of the parents and teachers involved in the school, and the schools come to depend on me, and I know that a lot of it is because I look visibly devout and set an example. Except that example is not really how I live my life. What should I do? Should I keep volunteering? I genuinely like the kids. Should I stop volunteering? If I stop, how do I make that play out? Sincerely, <laughs> what do you want to call this person? Um, um, I want to call her <laughs> eating meat, aimlessly fucking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this, I, I want to say, first of all, appreciate you sticking with the meat theme of this yes, episode. Thank you. <laughs> you had no idea what you were doing when you wrote to us, but I love that. That's why we, we kept it. Um, I mean, clearly, so, you know, I don't always fall on the side of truth. I, in fact will do most anything I can not to tell the truth. Mm -hmm. um, so my first instinct is to say, keep doing what you're doing, babe, you know? Because I don't see what it's... I, I don't see how this is hurting the children. In fact, I wish I had someone like you in my who was teaching my Sunday school classes or was in my youth group who could be like a lifeline and an anchor um, when I was you know, sort of breaking away and having questions about the lifestyle choices that were sort of against my religion. Yeah, I wonder, I guess to me, I I just wonder what, it sounds to me like this person is sort of living a double life. And I wonder what kind of answers this person is giving to the questions. If, if um, eating meat and aimlessly fucking is sort of answering as honestly as possible, then I think keep working there because it might be really cool for these kids to have someone who doesn't doesn't play by the rules. But I think I think there are a lot of ways to be helpful and be a pillar within your community without do necessarily doing this job. Um, I think there are ways to like there are other organizations to volunteer in and there are other spaces to help out in that are just as productive. I understand liking the kids, but I don't think embedding them with the same fears and shame that you might feel or things that it, encouraging them to behave and according to practices that you decided you fucking hated. Yeah. I don't know if that's well. I yeah, I, I guess that's where some of the like the lack of context because like how because you know if they're young kids they're probably. I don't know what, you know, they're what, probably I, stupid. I, yeah, they are. And because <laughs> and they're probably like getting like picture book, you know, versions of all of the, you know, whatever religious texts that you're teaching from. So I think there's like if, if that's the case, if you're teaching them relatively like harmless lessons about this religion that are still, you know, they're in the realm of like, be kind. Be right. Nice, be nice to everyone you see. Then yeah, I think stay there. I I I wonder though, like, because there's a lot of clues in here. They've come to depend on me. Um, you know, I like the kids and stuff like that. Uh, is it more about your stress with these kids, or is it about like, do they actually depend on you? Yeah. I also think if you do stop, um, you don't have to like go out with a bang or anything like that unless you want to. You I don't. think you should. Yeah, I actually think that you should go out in a really ugly way. I think a lot of feelings <laughs> need to get hurt. I think you need to burn a lot of bridges, particularly with your family. I, th I think there should be tears involved, and I want all those kids going home really scared of what they saw that day. I think, I mean, you're joking, I think. But I think there's... Say. I think there's a way. I think there's a way for both of us to get what we want here, Mitra. And I think it's she needs to say, God is not real. Goodbye. Yeah. Actually, and I think that would leave a mark and and be, I don't know. I think that'd be really beautiful. A beautiful memory for those kids. I think so. Okay. I'm glad we agree. Uh, okay. So we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to be taking a call from someone who... Ooh, a dub, a two-hander. A two-hander. Can you believe? Horny. See you soon. <laughs> Okay, and we're back. Um, you guys, I'm really excited for this call. Um, I, I, um, it's, it's a sort of a revolutionary call because it's two people calling with um, one question. Two people, one question. What is that question? Well, we're going to listen to the call and see if we can figure that out together. Yeah. Hi. We're Lucy. And Eli. 
in Oakland, California. We're really nervous to do this, but we need your help. Basically, wait, you want help? Okay. We, um, so in eighth grade, we had a crush on the back. same boy. But guess who decided to date that boy? Me. Because we thought he was straight, but he, well, actually, I thought he was straight, but he wasn't. I always know. He always knows. And then, he was really short and he was really mean. A little bit beautiful. Like, golden eyes. And like only 5'5". Five 5'5 five. Five five at most. On a good day. So Jewish. Yes. <laughs> and we, uh, he broke up with me. But not before we had a big falling out. We had a big falling out. Eli blocked me on Instagram. I blocked Eli back on Instagram. Then we couldn't figure out how to unblock each other. Apparently, he drew crude pictures of me, but only my mom remembers this happening. I do not remember. I don't remember it either. either, but maybe. Oh, I hate that Sarah Bondo knows that I was mean to you. It's fine. Oh, it's okay, cause let, but then, oh, then no, you, know your last name. that's okay, don't come loose cause I know your last name. Oh, um, so now, so then, many a year later, we want to know how we get revenge on this short little 5-5 five, five Yeah, cause boy. he almost destroyed our friendship, and, yeah. and also he broke both of our hearts. That is all Cause he true. left Eli on red, but then he kept oh, flirting he did, with him. He did do that. And then I had, I had romantic interactions with him three times, 7th grade, 8th grade, 10th grade. Bad, 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 bad. I had a little bit of something every summer. We have to go to class or a teacher okay. will be next. Bye, help us get revenge. Love you. I don't want to hang up. Love. Bye. Okay, this call is our cereal. I am stroking um, out. I feel <laughs> so unmoored. I I truly, I presented this call as unusable initially. Um <laughs> <laughs> and Mitra was so disturbed um, and confused by it <laughs> that we decided that this was something we had to work out. I, I am. <laughs> I, I just want to say that I have heard this multiple times and I still don't understand what happened. I don't know what we're supposed to do. I feel it's it's really early in the process, the, like uh, in our, like this, this is too soon for me to uh, fall. But this like really, I think this like struck me in a way. It broke Mitra. I, it broke Mitra in a way <laughs> that I've never seen you broken down uh, like this before. We have a full cork board in studio. We've got string sort of connecting to who blocked who on Instagram. So it's been going who on has for a eyes. long time. Why did Eli Who's block short? Lucy? Eli Wait, what are we going to... So I, Eli blocked Lucy. Eli blocked Lucy. And Lucy blocked and then, Eli. Uh, which also, I that's find even suspect. not even true yeah, because you can't, you you can't, can't block someone who has blocked These you. These kids are lying to us. I want to know who blocked first because the other one is lying. Yeah, what, you can't find that person to block because if you've already I been blocked. I've tried to block back when I realized that someone has blocked me and you can't. You can't even find them. So someone's The lying. technology is not there, so the Lucy hole. and Eli. So first hole is We're that you can't do that. This. Also, I want to know, are they Jewish or are they just laughing at someone's Yeah, Jewish? that's, that's you know, we might need to have a conversation with them about why this boy's religion is And I know uh, that important. I'm 14, but I need to know how old they are. <laughs> yeah, it's unclear if they, because this is, they are talking about this. What happened? Romant. She had three romantic interactions. Did you say 2007? I don't remember, but no, sev seventh grade, eighth, oh, eighth grade, and like, ninth grade, wait. or sixth grade. Seventh, ninth, tenth. I and think. Tenth. Okay, yeah. And then so Eli every summer. Oh, the boy wait. with the golden eyes. It's oh uh, also golden eyes. What a beautiful. Actually, Lucy, you're a poet. And I love that. The about boy you. with the golden eyes. What? It sounds like he's sick, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> have you ever eyes. seen someone with golden eyes yeah, before? Like a dog. You guys have both been <laughs> hooking up with a dog. <laughs> um, and then what? I guess I'm curious about what the question really is here because it was, is it can about you their help us oh they want revenge they want they revenge they want revenge but truly i was like but you guys you guys clearly have like a lot that you need to figure out it's not that you need yeah, revenge yeah who was drawing lewd pictures of her Eli was drawing lewd pictures of Lucy and also and like, only Lucy's mom remembers and this. And why is this guy bad? Like he just like hooked up with both of them yeah. and is See, five, that's five? the context. It sounds like it sounds like the only issue they have with him is that he's Jewish and 5'5". Five, five. And like you guys are both into him, so it's clearly like not that big of a deal. Anyway, I feel like We need more context for this call. We're not going to be able to assist you guys. So I'm I, sweating. She she's truly <laughs> just full pitted out. 
about um, my whole every a bad single, day for you to wear gray. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I am wearing a full body heather gray dress, absolutely drenched from this conversation. Every single muscle in my body completely tense. I'm ravaged by this. Can't we're wait. Really upset. So, um, what we're gonna do? We're gonna call Lucy and Eli back. <laughs> I'm scared. Um, <laughs> and you know, we might burn some bridges here with. Um, our audience, but um, we need to figure this out. We need to untangle the situation. Um, and so, yeah, let's get them on the line. Oh my God, I feel like I'm Sarah Koenig. Hi! Hello? Hi! Hello. Is, is this Lucy and Eli? Yes. Hi. 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 This is Mitra. And this is Joel. Um, thank you guys so much for your call. We have so many questions for you. Um, oh my god! This oh, is such an honor. This is the most exciting thing that's ever happened. Okay, to us. well, you know, I you you might regret this at the end of the call, but um, <laughs> we just we we have a lot of questions, and we do want to help you, um, but we need to know some information. Yeah, first, I want to say that mm-hmm. okay. I do. I genuinely want to get to the revenge topic, but I need so so much information Background. first. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, first of all, how old are you guys? We're 18. 18 years old. Okay. Okay, thank God. Um, okay. That sounds like a law, but... Um, um, we are literally legal. I don't think there's any laws against two podcasters calling someone underage, I but... Mean, I'm um, 14, That so, is true. Mitra uh, is uh, younger than you, so it might be funny? illegal for you to talk to them. Um, okay, so you're 18. Are you guys still in high school? You were going to class. I couldn't we're tell. We're seniors. Seniors. Yes. Congrats. Cool. Thank oh. you. We're we almost done. Okay, and then there's... I have another question. Um, there's a lot of talk of um the the boys religion are you jewish or so you at just... least tell us one of you is um, jewish i am jewish okay, she is thank God. i'm waiting okay yeah. i just needed to know because i i just needed to know that you were not making fun of him for being jewish yeah we were a little oh, confused no, I about very much did yeah did did his judaism like play a part in why he's the villain of this story and right, we're glad in which to know case, we can't help you <laughs> yeah, in, no. which case, no, in which case no, we no. will have to discontinue the call um but thankfully <laughs> it's good to hear that um you are also so this is a more a, a jew on jew hate right. crime which, um yeah well, you know, which i guess i was a jew yeah, so it sort of moves yeah. it into a territory we can help. I, I, I would like to back up. You said you're Wajian? Yeah. Okay. Um, just for our listeners who might not know, not for anyone in the studio who's never heard that before, that means I'm assuming <laughs> white and Asian. Yes, that okay. is exactly what it means. Congrats. Yeah. I bet you're very pretty. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Beautiful. I, well, I have crazy teeth. Brace no, did not help me at all. Stop that. Wow. I don't like this. You don't when someone gives you a compliment, you don't have to follow it with an, a self-deprecating yeah, Lucy, comment. Listen, you're 18 and I want you I want to set you straight here. You are on a phone call right now. None of us can see your teeth and we didn't need to okay. know that. You could have okay. gotten out of this without anyone knowing that your teeth are fucked. Um, you're right. I shouldn't have said that. Oh god. We'll cut it out. Don't we'll beat cut yourself out. out. Listen, uh, I have fucked up so teeth much. too. I have fucked up teeth too. Don't worry. Um, okay, so seriously? As a woman, we are socially conditioned to insult ourselves when we receive a compliment, and you shouldn't do it. I love you. Okay. Right. okay. First piece of advice. We're Can already we try helping again? you. This time we'll just say, thank you. Okay, I love well, that. We're um, absolutely oh, okay. not cutting it out. One, Everyone knows about your teeth now, Lucy. Um, I do have another question for you. <laughs> That's okay. Okay. I, I don't believe that one person, that both of you blocked each other. You yeah, can't do that. It's you a- said that Eli blocked you, and then you blocked Eli. How is that possible? We are We are millennials. Okay. We are in the prime of our lives, and we know how Instagram mm-hmm. works, and that is blocked. not how it works. I have um, been blocked, and it, I can't... Who I can't. blocked who first? That's our I, mystery. I blocked her. We recall her blocking me somehow. Somehow. And then not re- figuring out how to unblock both of each other, but it took... An entire... A- while while a whole bart ride but we don't really remember the details okay i i'm gonna say that thank god you're just on a podcast and not on trial because a lawyer would tear you guys apart yeah from limb to limb with this story and we're not lawyers and we're not lawyers we're not lawyers yet yet by the end of this episode, one of us will be a lawyer. <laughs> one of us, we have been studying <laughs> simultaneously while recording this podcast. We have been taking the bar. Yeah. And whichever one finishes first. And I act- will be I'm actually alive. almost done. So I will not be listening to what you guys say. I am taking the bar. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. okay I, now I, we want to. We want to get into the meat uh, a, a little bit more, too, of this boy. Can you just give him a name? Because it was a little confusing. It doesn't have to be his real name. D- but please, actually, in fact, don't make it his I, real I name. I beg you. Okay. Yeah. 
Because um, his mom actually is a lawyer. She so is we're a little yeah, so please, for our sake, we... Okay, so we're going to we're gonna call him um, Car. Car. We're going to call <laughs> him Car. Car. I love that. Yeah, it's just an object. <laughs> so, Car, you seem really fixated on the fact that Car is short. Um, and... As, and you both... So you both hooked up with Car. Well... Mine was more of a of a summer workplace uh, romantic. I don't want to say non sexual, but no, nothing, nothing. It was all in my head. Have you? Fe- have, oh, oh, okay. So wait, but Carr is gay. Carr is well, canonically um, he is gay. He is out and he's I gay. I like to call like a white girl bi. What does that mean? That is like a. That Eli, is like, a, you know, like mean? the white girl who's like, oh, I'm bisexual. But you're like, are you like, is there proof? <laughs> Maybe. Is there is there proof that he is actually bisexual man? Maybe. He, like, has, he has Tinder and Tinder grinder. is set he has, to both. Does yeah. he have a grinder? He does have a grinder. Oh my God. How did I not see it? Wow. So we I are getting, know. we are wow. going to, the, the breaking okay. news. Wow. Breaking okay, news. So the crawl at the car bottom of the has screen. grinder. Car has grinder. Car has grinder. Yeah, he does. Wow. Um, okay, so. I, that, that really bums me out that you guys are already on Grinder. But um, okay, so so we so Car's sexuality is in question. So why yeah. are you so yeah. mad at? Carr? I don't. Yeah, we don't get why you're so mad oh, at Car. He's he okay because I met him doing community theater in fifth oh, grade. Oh, 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 oh I, I, I didn't have to tell. It was one of those. And he and I had a bowl cut at the time, so I totally understand. Like maybe. Well, actually, I no, I liked my bowl cut, but he was, it was like, he it was, was saying, totally, it was, I, I thought I was a method actor, and I was playing Charlie and Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, wow. so I got a bowl cut, and he said that that was silly and that method acting didn't work, which maybe is true, but I, I was happy about it. We need to get Carr on the line with Daniel Day-Lewis and to have him to have <laughs> yeah, a talk with him. <laughs> yeah, Daniel Day-Lewis right. is Okay, so again, so you said that he's really mean. So far, though, you guys on the phone call has, have called him short and Jewish and it sounds like Eli wrote uh, made lewd pictures of you and blocked you on Instagram so we're trying to figure <laughs> out we're trying to was, suss out who briefly, is the villain of this uh, story okay so I definitely was a closeted villain I love but that but I was I was hurt I was hurt yeah you were hurt okay. she, she she stole my crush that I only learned about through her okay but again I also, I okay so you also Eli. used up all my data looking at pictures of his Instagram on PE class. Yeah, because I didn't have a phone. Because this was this is like many year situation. This is like oh a four years ago situation. But it's like continu- it's yeah. continued. Um, okay. Um. So, so I, I so guess. He, uh, well, I would like to know how tall both of you are. Oh. Just so I, I can get a sense of scale. And recently, five eleven. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Oh my god, that's huge! Um, five eleven. Congrats. You, um, like short men. Yeah, that was yeah. a revelation. Okay, so yeah, why are you hating on him? Yeah. Why are you hate? So listen, he's a, he sounds like a short king. Um, short king. And yeah, we we, young we don't want to be bigots uh, towards short people they cannot control. No, um, I love a short king. I, I'm Lucy, five two. So for five me, two. It was like, Lucy, my you mother have, is five one. Where are the grounds to call this man short? I don't understand. Well, okay, well, I thought like kind of like sort of a, a kinship with him because we we both so, need help, you know, getting something off the top shelf. Okay, so Lucy, I, I, I think it's. Lucy, I, I want to ask you first, point blank, what has Carr done? Well, okay. He, first of all, he... Don't you eat great? He no, 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 I'm, Lucy is talking. All of my friends. He stole what? He, he, he... So he dumped me in eighth grade when I was very um, impressionable and and um, little in front of all of my friends. That sucks. And okay. he was he was older. He was in ninth grade, and he would sometimes bring me pizza at lunch because I couldn't leave campus, but he could. And her parents wouldn't let her go on dates alone, so I was at every single one of their dates, which oh. is even worse. That's worse. It was really bad. Been there and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so no, he, and now, but I okay. Okay, so, so he, here's the here. I I do want to caution you if you cannot succinctly explain why someone is the villain of your life. That is maybe mm-hmm. something you want to think about. And why do we? Why That's do true. you guys want revenge? What? Yeah. Well, what? What will okay. that bring you? Because he also 
Okay, actually, you know what, Rosie? My little sister is in the room. You, you, I don't think you should hear this one. <laughs> yeah, get Rosie out of okay. here. Yeah, get Rosie. Get Rosie out of here. Okay, I want to. Okay. We're gonna have a follow up call with he, Rosie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he he wanted me to to analyze his life um, for him. To help him figure out whether or not he was a sociopath. Oh my god! And, okay, so don't seek revenge yeah. because he's gonna fucking come. Yeah, for this you. sounds like a, this sounds <laughs> like someone true. you just want to cut out of your life yeah. entirely. Uh, okay, he, he said I have some DMs from him, some old, a little bit old, well, like a year old. Bust him out, and girl. he said, he said I have no emotions other than neutral, angry. Yeah, that's it. And horny, of course. Okay. So this person sounds like an active shooter. Car. Um, car. It, it really does not sound like a... I, I, think you, I think you know no revenge on car. No stay revenge on as car. Block car. Stay as Truly, far okay. away from car as possible. I want... I, am, I um, care about your safety and well-being, and I want you to cut off ties with car. <laughs> that is what I want. Me and car work together over the summers. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. Wait, where? Oh, so this is, Wait, what kind of uh, business? And you we can do be drama camp. Okay. Oh, that car should not be anywhere near children. <laughs> Quite honestly, uh, I'm questioning see, whether you should be around children, Eli. But car is, definitely shouldn't be around children. <laughs> this is this is where my my drama with car oh, comes in. Oh, yeah. He um. So we he we had a two summer long, like in my brain affair. Okay. He. In there. Then he goes, and there is a counselor, co-counselor who's a twin, oh, who we're also working with. Her name is Bike. Bike. I'm gonna say yeah, Bike. Bike. Bike and Car. They decide. Wait, is it tricycle. Car's twin? Wait, is it Car's twin? No, bike? no, no, no. no. Okay, so Bye, she car is a twin. does have a younger brother. Okay. Has a, we'll call him Scooter. Okay, so Bike. So, so Bike and Car. Bike is a twin, but not Car's twin. But okay. they decide to have a real, like, physical affair. Okay. And she is another, another Asian woman. Yeah. You live in the so Bay Area, so there so, are a lot. Yeah. There are yes. a lot, but also he's had he's had sort of affairs with many, many. Which is a Jewish stereotype. Sure, I agree. Yeah, it is a stereotype. Um. Um, so I'm still waiting, Eli. I need you yeah, to so, get to the okay, meat and so, potatoes of this story. So he decides to have this real-life affair with this woman. So I'm over here looking at these six-year-old kids trying to be actors. Uh-huh. And then Aesthetic. camp ends. He's about to go to college for the first time. And I text him, do you want... No, I did not ask. I said, we are going to a movie. Mm-hmm. Love that Before forward. you leave for college and forget I ever existed. You know what he says? Uh-huh. Nothing. <gasps> no. no response. Sad. And Sad, then, but he's entitled to not want to go to a movie. But I get that's it. That's true. That's true. But like, but, but before that, he said something. He, yeah, he asked if he wanted to smoke me out for the first time, which is not a thing that I do. <gasps> but I was willing. We, we did not do that. Okay. Um, well, I guarantee my you. I guarantee you would have given him head if you let him smoke you out for the first time. Because every That's time what, I've exactly. ever, every time I've given a straight guy head is, is while we've uh, he's offered after he's offered to quote unquote smoke you out. Um, okay, so Eli, we, we got. Here's the thing: I I worry about you, Eli, because I I see this is going to be a pattern for you in your life. I, I see gen- a lot of me and oh, you. I gen- and I I you Lucy. Very much so. You you two you two are the Mitra and Joel of your high school. I can tell. <laughs> And I, I need you, Eli, I need you to mm-hmm. swear off straight men. And I need you to, I don't know. I really don't know if Eli, if Carr is um, uh, a homosexual. It doesn't sound, it sounds like he has uh, an Asian fetish and for Asian women specifically. <laughs> Um, I, I've, I've heard very little concrete evidence that he uh, is even a little bi-curious. By your own admission, his bi-curiosity is a little suspect. Yeah. Um, well, so, he did tell me in seventh grade, he told me, he said, maybe I am gay. 
But then he said, then he said, I have a huge crush on you. We should watch The Fault in Our Stars together. Oh, oh the horniest movie together. of all, wow. The Fault in Our Stars. Yeah. Um, I'm so Rip glad drop. you guys called us, and I'm so glad that we're able to talk to you and set you straight on this, because you guys, you just need to stay away from Carr. Stay away He's from so Carr. He's so toxic, yeah. and he is okay. sending you so many different signals. Do not seek out revenge on him. Live your lives. That's the best revenge you can get, the best is to revenge. live robust lives away from car and then i guarantee you guys when you are 30 you will look him up on social media and he'll be wearing a hat that will make you say and that is already hairline. see and and you know we're not again you know a little hateful about his physical appearance um you guys seem really and i get that that is he's so stunning okay Okay, so he's stunning. Okay, you, <laughs> all right. Just mixed signals going on in Oakland. What is in the water in the high schools in Oakland? Because he is sending mixed signals to you, and you're sending mixed signals to us about car. Um, okay. My advice so, to you would be enjoy the rest of your senior year. Have fun with each other. Have fun with your friends. Stay away from car. He scares me. Yeah. The best revenge you guys can get is to have to live full, and, robust lives and to date someone who is who who will look you in the eyes. With their golden eyes. With their golden, golden That's, dog yeah. eyes. And say, I am gay and I want to be with you. Yes. Um, and, and Eli, I want you to promise me on the phone that you will not, you will not even consider going out on a date with someone unless they will look you in the eyes and say, I am a homosexual and I want to go on a date with you. I Those, promise. Okay, great. Thank God. You guys, thank you so much for um, for uh, calling back in. We're really excited. We are um, rooting for you. We're rooting for you. Um, thank you. I'm so glad that you were you came to us because I think we really... <laughs> we really said a lot. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go out on a limb and speak for you and say that we changed your lives today. <laughs> you, um, I was going to say that. You changed our lives. You did. Thank okay. you. Well, thank you. We love you guys. We'll call in and we'll get an update from you in a couple of months. I um, genuinely need oh to God. know what happened. Yeah. And, and I hope the update is you blocked Carr and have heard <laughs> ner- neither hide nor hair from him. Okay. 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 Thank you so thank much. You. You're very welcome. Have a great night, you guys. We love you. Have fun. We respect you a lot. Oh, bye. 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 Wow. I, um, we need to take a break. <laughs> um, okay, we're back. We are, we took a, a full five hours to recover <laughs> from that call. We want to be clear that we are rooting for Eli and Lucy so hard. Big time. We do. We see so much of ourselves in them. I mean, honestly. Like- um, I do want to be clear though. Um, Carr is not gay. He is horny. I Car, believe that. Car wants to come. I think Car wants to come. Um, but Eli, you need to uh, stick with the boys who are, are have been out and know themselves because uh, I, I've i been down that road. And boy, is it just going to be full of, of blue balls and people not touching your dick but expecting you to touch theirs. Um, and yeah, I do regret naming him Car. <laughs> <laughs> but it gave home. us Car and Bike, the twin, yeah. the, twi- I mean, the mysterious twin in that the story. Twin Bike. I, oh my God. Uh, the twin. Rosie, there's so much intrigue. I yeah. could have talked to them for four to eight more hours. Yeah. But well, I you guys. Died after. <laughs> we um we've had so much fun today. We have one last call uh, that we're gonna get to, and we're gonna try and and assist today. Um and um it's a it's another it's another deep one. It's another one that w- might require a callback, might require some discussion, might require sort of figuring out you know untangling what the problem is. But um let's it's get, nuanced. Yeah, I'm let's excited. get to it. I hope you fucking die. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So first, of all, I I think like t- really at the heart of this problem is like maybe try to sound less like an incel. You know, yes. like have it less be in your voice, like the tenor of your voice. I think that might help. Right. Totally. And I guess like my main takeaway from this was like I have a really bad body. Like I'm really really mm-hmm. weak. Yes, like, that's I'm, true. I can attest to that. Like. Everything goes wrong with me all the time. Like, it won't take long. You really don't have to wish it. Like, it just will happen. You could just, my advice would be, like, trust the process. Trust like, the process. I'm not going to have a long life. Like, I will die. Mm-hmm. And even even you, you're so healthy. You will also die. No, 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 you don't no because I'm very irresponsible. I, ref- like, there are, mo- if I am listening to a podcast and someone mentions a, 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 the name of a man that sounds hot, I will be in full traffic, zooming down the 101 at 65 miles an hour. And I will say, I cannot wait to get home. 
to find this person on Instagram. I must split my attention to my phone and to the road and look up this stranger whose name I heard on a podcast. And I will not, I refuse to pull over and do it. I refuse to slow down and I refuse to wait. I will do it. And so, yeah, I'll die looking up someone's husband on Instagram. And as for me, I've shit blood in the past year. So I'm, I'm on my way the out. The brown chunks are coming <laughs> forward and backwards with Mitch Chahari. You heard it here first. The holes are all messed up with me. So yeah. don't worry about it, caller. And I'd like to call this, call, what should we call this caller? We didn't give this caller a name. <laughs> my boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> okay Mitra's boyfriend if you have you know we're gonna call back and we're gonna get a follow up and see um, if if we fucking died and see yeah, how we can I can't wait to find out next week how it's going with this caller I I wish you the best um, we're rooting for you I see a lot of myself in this caller yeah, same here same here alright you guys um, this has been Urgent Care this has been our uh, our very first episode our pilot episode um, and um, it's just been an absolute pleasure Mitra what a blast um, hopefully we'll talk to you guys soon keep sending us calls and we're just gonna get quieter and quieter quieter and quieter, quieter until the podcast is over 